Hey, everybody. Welcome, Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. We're dads. We're dads. My name's Chris. I'm uh, Darren. And uh, we are dads. We This is a fun little project we want to do. Um, is episode one. This is episode one. We just fi- we just spent about an hour and a half trying to figure out how to make these microphones work. I know. We were like, we were literally just sitting here going like, why won't these microphones turn on? We, lo- we looked at every single YouTube video and none, none was, of them were helpful. We were doing everything right, we thought. And then uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't even tell you how I fixed this. Well, who knows? Maybe even like this episode. Might, if this episode might just sound terrible. Who knows? We, we're at the beginning stages. Yeah. Dare I say the, uh, 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 what would you call it? The beginning uh, stages. Infancy. Sure. Infancy is stage here. My daughter just went up to bed. So yeah. we're, two, we're two dads. Here's a quick backstory, just so you guys know what we're doing. Darren and I have known each other for over 20 years. Oh my God. Um, we were kind of misfits as kids, as children. Screw-ups. Uh-huh. Screw-ups. Horrible sure. students in oh, yeah. school, you might say. One would say that. Uh, Darren would come to my class if I were whenever I was in class and I'd just see him come to the door and then we'd be like, now nah, we're going to go now. And we would just leave. We would leave in my, uh, 1988, uh, uh, blazer, Chevy blazer. We'd probably just go to CVS, pick up goodies and wonder why we were failing all of our classes. Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, so yeah. So then, uh, Darren moved to the city into New York city to become a famous actor. Right. If you know Darren Rossio, he's been in such films as wall street, street money never sleeps. Money never sleeps. What else were you in? You did a bunch of stuff. Darren did theater for years. Yeah. Darren, all right, in high school, Darren was a ladies' man, and he was in drama club. I met him in drama club. I'll tell you, the, what's cool about drama club is that when you are a, 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 a when you are the only straight guy, <laughs> I think it was me and you, yep. then, uh, well, there were, maybe there were a couple. Um Anyway, when you looked like us, hey, when you look like who, how we looked back in the day. So Darren got all the leads and all the shows. Mm. I didn't, but I didn't care because I was hanging out with him. And um, no, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, we did like a bunch of theater and we did a bunch of stuff in high school. Yep. And then uh, I went out to the city to go be an actor, and I did a couple things here or there. Yep. Uh, some good, some terrible. He was in Delivery Man with Vince Vaughn. Uh, yeah, I did that. I did an episode of Daredevil. Yep. And um, like many things, all those things dried up. <laughs> <laughs> I literally like did that stuff, and then you collect a few paychecks, and then one day you're just like, wow, where did all that stuff go? But the thing is, is like, we're talking about me. We should be talking about you. Mr. Uh, Christopher here uh, was in Book of Mormon on Broadway. Yep, yep. He was on the Broadway. I did that for a while. Most recently, you had a nice stint in uh, Bring the Funny, right, on NBC. Yep, my comedy duo, The Chris and Paul Show. We made it to the finals and then didn't win. So here we are. Here we are in my basement, two dads <laughs> in our mid to late 30s trying to – Still trying to make it, baby. Just doing something. If they ain't going to give us something, we'll give them something to do for us anyway. That's right. That didn't make sense what I just said. That's all right. Well, it's been a long day. So Darren and I, I have two little girls. My my daughters, uh, they're five, and the other one is about to turn two. I have two boys. That's crazy how that all happened. I have two boys. One is six and one is three. 27. One is 28 <laughs> and one is 56. He's a good guy. You know, we don't talk much. No, um, no, yeah, I have two boys. You have two girls. 
And Darren and I work a bunch of part-time jobs. Yeah. Trying I'm, to make it. Trying to- I'm at that right now. I'm since February have been working two jobs, seven days a week. I'm exhausted. Yeah. So that's what we do. But I think the most hiring, most rewarding job is being dads. Yeah. It, it would be in parents. I think uh, all parents know, or hopefully the majority of parents know, uh, that it's a lot of work. And uh, it's not it's not fun all the time, but it is rewarding and it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, I really think that uh, I know for me personally that literally things started to come into place a lot better. As ha- hard as it is to like just sort of keep everything, all the plates spinning and such. Mm-hmm. Once I became a dad, I was just like, oh, oh, well, that fits real well. Because like, you know – when you're trying to do the things that we're trying to do, like being an actor and blah, 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 and all that other stuff, you sort of feel like you're constantly lost in the woods. But then like, I remember right when my firstborn was born, I was just like, I was like, Oh, this could be the best thing I ever did. It literally like everything fell into place. Yeah. In a big way, even though it's riddled me with anxiety. Really? Oh my God. Well, that's the thing because it's, everything you know oh it's it's so crazy because everything it's they're so fragile yes and in your and the world is so crazy and horrible and like you're just trying your best to protect it have you seen like a newborn sit because now your your kids are much older yeah have you once again been around like a newborn child and gone how the hell yeah like they're so tiny i did that with my second kid the first one i I couldn't stop crying. I just remember I was like so emotional. It was the craziest thing. And then right. you just become a parent. You just figure it out. Right. And you, you're, I don't think you ever you, – you never stop figuring it out. It's like it's all like a big experiment. My second kid, I'm like, all right, this is going to be easier. I'm going to figure this out because they, they go, oh, second kid. Yeah, the passy falls on the floor. It's not a big deal. It is that in a, in a sense because you, you, you're you not worried about every single thing. But it was crazy. The first – my first kid, it took the my wife was in labor for like twenty four hours, twenty three hours, which was crazy, and it was this long thing. But I felt it's it's about me. <laughs> I felt like I had time to like help her out. It was like we it was yeah. it was more paced. And the second kid, I guess my first kid just kicked the doors down and was like, "Got a lot of room in here now." <laughs> and my wife was like, she was due like the next day, and she goes, "Oh, I." I think my water broke, but like, I'm just gonna go to bed. It's fine. We'll just f- figure it out in the morning. I'll, I'll call it. And she was kind of in denial. And I was like, no, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta figure this out now. She's like, I don't feel any. Oh God. And like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the, the contractions came out of nowhere. And she was like, it, it was like the leg was going to fall out. She was like, Oh, it's happening so fast. Really? And it was like midnight. My other daughter's sleeping. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I, I just wasn't prepared. We got to the hospital. Finally. But they were doing like construction, so the entrance was different from that day. We went oh earlier in the God. day. You're, the due date, you're supposed to go in just to get everything checked out. Right. We went there 12 hours before, was able to go in this way. 12 hours later, totally different building. Sorry. <laughs> Lights were off everywhere. There's speed bumps everywhere. And she's like, if I hit another fucking speed bump, this baby is going to fly this, and hit the dashboard. This bump is going to turn into a baby. So she's like, you got to stop the car. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I got my phone out. I'm like. I got a call. The hospital is five feet away to my left. I'm trying to find the number for the hospital because we're just like on the other side. All the lights are out. Finally got inside. They're like, oh, this is exciting. Six people just came in and they're all giving birth one after another. And 
Yours seems like it's about to fly out. What? It just happened really fast. So she was like fully on dilated. Like, did they look and they were like, oh, this baby's coming right now. Yeah, it was weird. I think the doctor moved it along pretty quickly because he was like, oh, yeah, you're not really dilated. Here, let me just take a left here. And she was like, what was that? And then I think he just kind of made, made And room. you're dilated. And there you are. See, that's funny because with, with, with us, it was like – it was like so – she started feeling something. She started feeling like, like contractions. Then you go, and then like nothing was going on. And then they did the pitocin thing to like yeah. move the kid along to get the kid going. And then she was there for like a little while. I remember with with my firstborn, it was like, I remember it was, he's born the day after my birthday. He's like so his birthday. You literally just held him in. You're like, you're not taking my day. <laughs> you're taking, well, yeah. Now my my birthday is null and void. It's just like my birthday is literally just same here. Preparation for his birthday. My first is a week before my birthday. Really? Bye, so, July. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that's that's it for us. And then and then my my second. She's in in February. My wife's is in February too. So it's yeah, nice. So now your birthdays are like forget it. Like you'll get a card and be like, oh, by the way, your birthday too. I remember like. <laughs> Cause I remember like, so I, it was, so it was in August and I went and I got some barbecue for, you know, celebrating my birthday and my wife's like full on just like pregnant. I sit there, got my barbecue out and I just start eating and I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. I'm like eating it up and She's I don't realize that I'm having my last meal before the kid comes out. So I'm eating <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, this is fantastic. This is wonderful. I finished the last bite. And my wife goes, I feel something. And I'm like, no, no. We're like a few days early. No way. She's like, no, no, I feel something. And then like it was go time. Then we're just counting contractions Jeez. throughout the night. Didn't sleep at all. Just throughout the night. She would like say, I'm feeling something. I'm feeling contraction right now. And we would like mark it down. We'd write it down yeah. how long the contractions were. She, we woke up. Well, we barely slept. So next day we, you know, we're, we're like still going. It's still going. You know, and then we get to that point where it's the, what was it, like five minutes apart or, or, or I think six minutes apart, call the doctor. Doctors like, they're so casual yeah. because they, it's Tuesday this for them. This is what happens all the day. Yeah, all the time. All, all the, the time. Yeah. So they're just like, all right, well, you know, come on in. Uh, so, I mean, if you want. If you feel like, if, you, if you're so inclined. So we got into the car. We head over. And, you know, it's hurry up and wait because then once you got there, like the Pitocin thing. And I can't sleep because I'm so like freaked out for her. I'm looking at so the. So you're like, so I need my own room. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I asked yeah, the nurse. Can I have my own private room? So I'm looking at the little. I'm looking at the little monitors and stuff like that that she's attached to, as if I know what I'm looking at, <laughs> as if I can have like any inclination like, ah, of like. Normal. Right, I, I'm looking at stuff. I'm like, oh, this must mean this. This must mean that. So I'm just looking. I'm making. She is out. She's asleep, and thank goodness. Lazy. Because. <laughs> So, you know, finally, and this was the difference between, you know, my firstborn and my secondborn. When my firstborn was born, it was like you could hear like harps and angels singing. Uh -huh. And it was very calm. It's like, okay, we've got a little more of the head coming out. You know, it's just like la, 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 la. Uh -huh. It was just coming out little by little. My secondborn, it was like, oh, God, <laughs> push now. <laughs> Push! And I'm just my eyes are melting, and I'm like, "Oh, we gonna make it!" And like, we had been through this already. But the second time, it was just like insanity. Um. Anyway, so when my first bum he comes out, and I remember, I distinctly remember the nurse handing 
Wes over to me, and he's a little tiny newborn, and she hands him over, and he, he I'm holding him, and like you know they're so tiny, and he just kind of went. And I thought he was choking. Uh-huh. And this is like, this is just the run on thing that's going to be happening from here on out of anxiety for right. me. So he just goes, eh. and I'm like, oh, God, is he choking? And I start freaking out. They take us to our room and we're going to go to bed. I haven't slept at all mm-hmm. since the moment I had finished that barbecue to the moment where he came out. We're now in our room. Now you have a baby. And I remember I was I went to my wife and I was just sort of like I don't know did we are we capable are we okay with doing this is this possible to do <laughs> you still have barbecue mean, sauce I, on I your barbecue lips. I'm like the barbecue was good you know it was good and then I ate it and like and 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 I'm all freaked out and I'm I remember white hot fear because now we have this little baby and like I don't know am I up for the task like the beginning of the podcast like, I'm not, I can't do it you like, just leave. I'm go, well like at the beginning of this podcast I could barely get through school and I have a small child so I remember Amanda looks at me and she's just like you need to go to bed right now and I should be taking care of her and she's like taking care of me so I'm just like I'm like okay yeah I'll go to, I'll go to <laughs> she's bed. the big spoon <laughs> so I go to sleep I sleep for like and I can remember the fear I had of like, I don't know if I am up for it. Like I may have just screwed up. Uh Like I, I'm, I feel like a total screw up and I don't know if I can rise to the occasion. I fall asleep for like three hours. I wake up and I remember just like, it was as if I, the afterburners went on to Uh just purge whatever other sort of ego or issues I had purged out of my body. I woke up three hours later and I was like, it's go time. Really? Now it's time. Yeah. I'm like, let's do this. Let's get into this. And I mean, it didn't end there. There was still like massive amounts of anxiety after that. But I remember, uh, I remember definitely feeling like I shifted into like third gear or something yeah. like that. And I was just off to the races. It's crazy though. You get, there's, it's like, the poor us. Poor us. You, you what about us? What about us? Well, that is true because I, I always kind of feel like no matter how much you feel, I don't know how you feel like, but no matter how much you feel like I'm screwing up or I'm not, I'm not doing, I, I, I'm feeling like stressed or I feel like I'm having a hard time or I'm not, you know, getting this done or getting that done. And no matter how much that's happening to me, your wife's dealing with it like 30 times more than you are. That was the one thing that I realized that I was like, wow, we don't contribute anything. Pretty when much. I, when I watched my wife give birth, I went, well, I'm useless. I can't do anything. <laughs> Merely a spectator. Yeah. Just I was a participant for, you know, a solid 16 seconds. and Because then after all that, <laughs> she's like, you know, the breastfeeding and all the other stuff. And like, you know, <laughs> the hardest thing that maybe goes on with me is that you're not getting a lot of sleep. You know, Ooh. that is the one big adjustment for sure. Like I... Well, when real quick, my first, my wife was in labor for like a long time, but like it was a nice room. Yeah. It was pleasant. It was this whole thing. And then I remember this little Irish nurse came in. She's like, you know, like, you want an epidural, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I want to see how long I can go and yeah. blah, 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 and Oof. do this and that. And finally, like the lady at the end, near the end, she was like, you know, you don't need, you don't get a medal for bravery. Like, it's okay. So she got this epidural and she was like, oh my God. This is the greatest thing in the world. She Thank finally goodness. got to be able to like relax for a second. So once she, once she got the epidural, there was this nurse there. And I just remember she's like talking to me about something silly. My wife's in the middle of us, 
and she's just checking stuff. And then I just start to smell poop. Oh, God. I'm like, what's happening? And I'm like. Is it your poop? I don't know if it was my poop. I don't know what was going on. But the, but the girl's like mid-story just talking while she's just, as nurses do, just it's like they're doing stuff with their hands, moving things around. And I'm just like, what? And then in my head I go, well, this is the first time I've ever been near a girl. And this, at this point, Jen has been pushing. Yeah. So this is part of this whole thing. And it was just kind of like push a little bit and then, you know, relax. And then right. push a little. It wasn't like the main event yet. Right. And I'm like, what does it smell? And I'm like, is this what childbirth smells like? <laughs> I don't know. What do I know? I've never done this before. Right. Most people don't expect poop to be a part yeah, of the Yeah, and then I look down and, and that the girl's locked eyes at me just telling me about something or other. Just pooping her head. Just my wife's just pooping. It's just happening. She didn't know. I didn't know. And it was like, wow, okay. It's funny how much, like, all of you are under the agreement of, like, we all smell the poop. Yep. We're all going to be a part of this together. Yeah. If there were different circumstances, if you were at a brunch. Yep. Or if you were at, like, the cocktail hour of a wedding. And if (laughs) poop was involved there. Yeah. You'd be horrified. Yeah. The only difference is that you're at a hospital. I was at a hospital, but my wife, and she's giving birth to my beautiful daughter. Right. And it, it kind of made me love her more. I go, we're at a different stage now. Yeah. It's not just that you're giving birth. You, I'm watching you poop. And then it was this whole thing. And then, like, the baby wasn't coming out yet. And it was a big baby. Yeah. Big old baby. How many pounds? Was it 10? Holy crap. Something like that. And, and, and our doctor was kind of like, all right, let's get this going here. By the way, the doctor who delivered Harper was the doctor. He was the doctor who delivered me. Wow. So, like, this guy... He's been around. Jeez. He's a great he's a great doctor. That's gonna be trippy for him too. I guess. I don't think he cares. Did he spank your butt? Was he like, hey, I remember you? <laughs> hey, I remember that ass. <laughs> and then so then it, it turned from this going, we gotta get ready for a C section if that's what's gonna happen. So yeah. then the whole tone changes. Oh. So it went from like flowers and the harp and all that stuff to like operating room. And we're like Time to go now. <laughs> get to it. And then and then everything went crazy. Oh. It was like baby's heart. They were the rate, da da da, da. Oh, and then like the, they put me in the blue like smock scrubs, and all this stuff. The scrubs, the scrubs, yeah. Wheeling her in, the the lights are harsh. Things are happening, setting things, and then like there, all the sweet, beautiful, like relaxing vibes just went out the window. I remember someone dropped tools. Whatever that happened it was like a plate of like. Like a clumsy doctor came in and went, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> farcical, like, well, hey, wow. And they're like, we got to reduce the epidural so we know how to push or, or pump it back up so we can do this. And Jen's still like, I, I got to push. And, the, and there was another doctor there, like, you could do it, you could do it. And it's like, in my head, I'm like, ah! yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. But I, the whole time, I'm trying to, like, stay Keep calm. It in. Stay calm. And there was a moment where I, I honestly, I almost did it. I wanted to just go, can we all just stop for a second? That's how crazy things got. But who am I? What am I stopping? They would have slapped me and pushed me out of the room. I thought of it. So in my head, it still made me seem like a brave dad. I said nothing. Right. And then finally, it was like it came down to the last push. And Jen was just like. And the baby came out. And I was like. It was the craziest, best feeling in the whole world. Yeah. And then it, was, and then it went back down to like normal. They brought the baby over. Cleaning it up, and I just remember Jen was like, "Go, go, say hi to your daughter." And I'm, oh I'm my like, God. bawling. I'm like, so I go over and I'm like talking to her. I'm like, "Oh my God, hi, daughter, hi, Harper." And then 
I'm crying and I want to like look over and catch this moment with my wife. Like we did it. And I remember I turned over and she was still in the stirrups. <laughs> so I had just seen the off ramp. Yeah. If you will. Sure. And I saw, I, I saw, I saw her, the, her molars. Good God. <laughs> I saw straight through her body. I hear you, man. And that was the moment where I was like, I don't do anything. I, she is a women are superheroes. Yeah, totally. And they don't bitch about it. They just do it. And then after that, they're getting sewed up and stuff like that. It was a whole hit whole thing. And then and then we're like, we're tired. <laughs> like, yeah, well, we I mean, like seriously, about? you are literally just like a participant. Like you are just you are just there, just sort of as support. Like you're the in like video games where you're like the guy who like sets up the electronics and sets up like the mines <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like gives people like you know weapons while everyone goes out there and does like the real fighting in a video game. Like yeah. you're the guy that's like, ah, I'll give you some health. Yeah, you you're know, like, <laughs> you're, you're just <laughs> you're, you're running behind them. Like yeah, you're just I'm here for <laughs> emotional support. Anybody, anybody need anything? Yeah, no, it no, was... it does. It, it, you realize how. Um, how much they've sort of given up and how much you're not really giving anything up. And you're just, you're, I mean, you're like, you do think there, there are things that happen that you really feel like you've, you've, you know, sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for that you, you've sacrificed also, but you realize it pales in comparison to oh, how much man. physically they've sacrificed and Oof. mentally they've sacrificed. And then they turn into like a woman. Oh yeah, sure. And you're like, Whoa, you are like, what was the goddess? What was sleeping like for you guys with like was Ooh. one kid different from the other kid? Yeah, my first she had like like reflux and all these things. We couldn't figure out what was wrong and she was like lactose and top there was a whole slew of things that, you know, when you're a new parent, you're like, I think I broke my toy. I don't know what is going on. And we went to this pediatrician and this particular guy was uh it wasn't our pediatrician, but he was just there and he I, I, I actually really like him now because He'll give you the straight answer. He won't like beat around the bush. But when you're that tired and that like vulnerable. new of a parent and vulnerable, and you think yeah. you're just failing, yeah, he was like, "Yeah, your kid's losing weight. <sighs> She's not eating. Yeah. You, you're not. You're you're not." And we're like, "Oh!" In yeah. that first week, I was just like depressed. I was like, "I'm the worst parent in the world." Yeah, and that's kind of it. Just strips you down, and then you slowly build back up, and then and then you're just like helping create this person and personality. My second kid still put her down. Seven o'clock now, we put her down, sleeps Ow. until six, seven in the morning. Well, that's funny because it was the opposite. Our firstborn, Wes, was a dream when it came to sleeping. He just went out immediately. He, at three months old, the best sleeper in the world. Yeah. Slept through the night. It was wonderful. I mean, like, you know, like in the beginning, you know, they're waking up every two hours. That stuff was rough, uh, waking up every two hours. But then my second born, everything was the opposite from – you know the you know when he was born and just like the pro like like i said everybody was like oh god it's gonna get him out yeah and then like sleeping he did not sleep through the night for 11 months in fact right now right now as i tell you this he wakes up at four o'clock in the morning gets out of his bunk bed goes to our bed and gets into bed with us yeah and wakes us up at like four o'clock but does he go back to bed he goes four? back to bed okay thank so god. that's okay yeah that's I mean, better it's... I mean, still, I would like it if he just stayed in his bed because then he wakes us up and we're like, oh, wait, what? Um, but yeah, complete opposite when it came to both of them, when it came to sleep. It, it's crazy. The sleep, the thing I wish I knew that then that I know now is one, the whole thing about like your kid's going to lose a little bit of weight. Your kid's oh, not yeah. going to eat right away. They don't tell you this. It there's happens. No, there's no pamphlet right off the bat. Well, you feel horrible. 
and and you feel like but it it like hap I I feel like it happens to just about every kid that yep. they're losing a little bit of weight and they're not going to eat right away and it's going to take a little bit of time and they're going to like you know like every kid's probably different obviously that I wish I knew and then also the sleep thing somebody said this I forget where that it it shouldn't be that you should get your sleep like get your sleep in now yeah. It should be that you learn how to operate on two hours of sleep. It's insane. Uh, well, the, when you had your first, I remember they were like, well, you know, we can bring her into the other room and we can, you know, with the nurses and we can watch her if you guys want sleep. And we're like, no. Yeah. I want my baby right here. Of course. I want to be with my kid. I want to, yeah. I'm going to. And, and then people are like, you, you should sleep when you can. Trust me. And I'm yeah. like, I'm never sleeping again. Not because I'm tired, but I want to see every moment. And, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And then you're like, wow, that makes you crazy. The second kid, I, I was like, oh, my God, amazing, amazing. And then it was like, hey, do you guys want to come back in and just take her for a little bit? Just <laughs> yeah. we just get Because you, you get, you know. You, you need a little time. Yeah. And they and they got the little nursery. That's why they got the nursery thing there. And, yeah, it does. I, I think it's good to do that. I mean, we did. We definitely we definitely did that where it was like, you know, take the kid for a little bit and then come in when the kid needs to be fed and stuff like that. That time period in the hospital is nice to it's have not, like, yeah. like a little hotel room, you know, I mean, <laughs> for it's us. Not, it's nice for us. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. It is nice for us where we're just sort of like, it's nice. I don't know what vending machine. <laughs> they get birth. What, what are they complaining about? <laughs> oh, my butt hurts. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to put lotion down there. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny. So with my second kid, it was so crazy. It was just happening really fast, what? really fast. Right. But it was it was such a cool the atmosphere. It was it was like three thirty in the morning. Right. All the nurses, the doc, they were just, everyone was just they were younger. Everyone was just like full of life and super excited. Right. It was amazing. Right. But it was crazy because I was so stressed out because it was happening so fast and I was like, it's like you forget how to do everything again. You're like, I don't know what this is and blah blah blah. So the doctor comes in, and this guy, he looks like he's from, like, Grey's Anatomy. He's, like, this young, good-looking dude, and he's about to look at my wife's vagina. And I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. So he walked – no, he does because he's a doctor. He walked in, and he go, he looks at me, and he stops. And I'm like, uh, like, pointing, like, help. Yeah. Weird. This is happening. This is happening so fast. Right. And he looks at me. He goes, how do I know? Like, his tone is totally relaxed. <laughs> On the other side, where everything's chaos. And I'm like – yeah, this is happening. Can we can we slow this down? Can this happen tomorrow when we're both like? I, I'm, can I get an autograph? <laughs> he goes, "How do I know you?" And I'm thinking, one of the I don't know. I think one of the nurses talked to my wife about something. I don't know. Right. And he had seen me in Book of Mormon, <laughs> like a couple of months. Or was it? No, it wasn't. I was out of the show. But like he had seen me in Book of Mormon. So he looks at me. He goes, "I know you from somewhere." And I'm like, and and my wife's there, just like ready to push, and I'm like stressed out, and I gotta play this game, like, oh no, I don't know, and I think he's messing with me, and I'm like, can you please get my daughter out of my wife right now? And he's like, yeah, no, I saw you in Book of Mormon. Get the, are you kidding me? And I'm like, this is hilarious. And my wife's like, is this happening right now? I'm never hey, recognized. Hey Bob, come here, Bob. Hey, remember that show? Book of Mormon. I'm never recognized ever, ever, I'm, and I shouldn't be. I was in a couple of things. Right. I'm never recognized. And that's the one moment he recognized me. And he's like blown away. Uh, blown right. away. Right. And I almost feel like my daughter was like came out a little bit like, can you please help? <laughs> What's happening Stop here? Stop making conversation. Yeah. And the guy, so during the push, you go, all right, push. Okay, 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 okay. Breathe. And then he would cross his arms and lean back and look up at me smiling like, I can't. 
I can't believe this is this is so weird. Oh my god! I, you know, I saw it when I was with, and I'm like, what's happening? So that's what I've noticed with a lot of these things. Even the wedding too. Everybody else is like, meh. Yeah. And you're like, this is the biggest moment of my life. Yep. And they're just sort of like, this is making, uh, you know, the dung, the donuts at Dunkin' Donuts. This is, <laughs> this is like sweeping the floor at a movie theater in between, you know, movie, yeah. uh, movie times. You know, it's just like. This is just my job. It's like someone runs up, like it's so amazing what you're doing, with, like sweeping the floor, like all the stuff on the floor. It's amazing. And you're just like, yeah, okay, can I just do this now? Yeah, yeah, it's just my job. But uh, yeah. So that so now we have kids. So now we're yeah, we're two dads. This is the first episode, so we just wanted to kind of give you like a brief backstory. I have two daughters. Darren has two sons. Yeah. We are both insanely tired, and our wives both thought that it'd be a good idea for us to create some kind of project or just have a night out to do stuff and relax and kind of be dads and just be guys again. Yeah. And we are in my basement talking about being dads. Talking through foam, uh, a foam thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like this is like, you know. It's therapy. This is just, yeah, well, this is a good way to like talk and like I I think this is also, you know, I think we're going to grow this and, and, and we're starting now, you know, with this and then we'll see where it goes. Yep. Who knows? I just like, look, I'll be honest with you. For me, creatively, I just haven't been able to do anything for a while because I've been in this like mode of just like, you know, we're, we're we're my wife and I we have goals that we're sort of working towards. So I've just been like working nonstop, and I really want to do something. And I know you probably feel the same way, where yep. it's just like I just want to do something. Uh, uh, so I think this is cool to just like sit down and just like. Who knows? I don't even know. We're we in episode we, one. Who we knows? don't know what this is yet, but we, you know, we've been throwing some ideas around, and like, I think one fun thing to do is kind of like we're gonna do like we did a podcast years ago where we reviewed the worst possible movies in yeah. the gutter on Netflix. That's right. We would find each week we'd find the most random obscure movie on Netflix and watch it and like kind of break it down and, re- and talk about it like like Siskel and Eber basically. Yeah. And this time. We were thinking about maybe like breaking down some like kids shows. Sure. Because parents out there, you guys hear like the Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, all those effing songs. What's good? What's bad? What's what to avoid? Books. And, and this is just coming from two dads who are still trying to figure it out. We're we're tired, but we're, we love being dads. We do. And uh, which is why we're even making though, a podcast about it. Even though kids, the, the, our kids beat the hell out of us. It's still good times. Toys too. What toys are good? What toys are bad? Toys are, are you good? playing Pokemon Go? No, my daughter's not into that. My son, my one, my oldest, loves Pokemon Go, and is that the thing on the phone? Yeah, it's a thing on the phone. Uh-huh. And it's probably—I mean, I, you know, it's pretty old, but a lot of these things sort of—I feel like they kind of like make the rounds once again. He's at an age right now. Your six-year-old's where... like, Dad, this is so 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, where have you been? Um. But he liked Pokemon, and all, and I think it's a lot of the kids like Pokemon too. They all kind of like this is something that we all like, so we're all going to like join forces together. Yeah. So now I find myself in between, you know, working. I'll go outside and I'll hunt for Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> I'll put my phone on, and I'll look for uh, uh, Pokeballs. And I'll go. You go to little spots, and you get your Pokeballs. You find Pokemon, and you throw the Pokeball at them to go get them. I don't have to explain Pokemon Go. I'm sure anybody listening to this. Oh, hopefully, you're always at playgrounds. Parents are kind of looking at you weird. No, you're okay. It's my son. I'm like, don't move. There's a Pokemon right there. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So like, he really likes it, and 
what he mostly likes to do is like he just wants to look at the Pokemon, uh-huh. like on the phone, like the ones I've caught. And I feel like we're at the base level of Pokemon Go enthusiasts. We yeah. literally just catch. You're supposed to like evolve them and all this other stuff. And I have no idea what I'm doing. It's mostly just like how many Pokemon can I like acquire huh. into my phone. See, I'm afraid if I start that, I'll get really into it too, and then I'll get hit by a bus. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I do kind of like it sometimes. There are times where I'm not looking in front of me, and I'm just looking for like, oh look, there's a, a Ratazan or whatever that guy is over here. <laughs> oh look, there's a you know there's a Bulbasaur right right there. Um, yeah, games like that. I don't know. There's so much stuff out there now that like a lot of it is just sort of. I I don't know if this has happened to you where like you'll get a game or you'll get a thing. And then they'll be into it like for a little bit and then it'll go away. But then it'll make a rounds back up again. Like it'll come back to some degree. Never for me. My daughter loves – luckily my daughter is, like, is easy to please. She likes like the smallest little toys, which suck because I lose them all the time. So I have to buy her like a bajillion of these tiny little whatever toys that right. she likes. And um, no, but she plays with them for like – the lifespan of some of her toys, I'd say they're about like three days, and then she she couldn't give any crap about them anymore. Right, they'll just like end up at the bottom of the. Yeah, you she'll know. be talking about. Oh, I saw something on TV. Oh, can I get this balloon thing or this whatever? And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be the dad of the year, and I'll go out and I'll get it, and I'll just surprise her on a random night, and she's so excited. I'm right. the best. She says I'm the best. I lo-. she goes, Daddy, I love you more than anything in the whole world. Now her thing is, Daddy, I love you more than Connecticut and New Jersey. Like <laughs> she like takes things that she learns and she like tells me that she loves me more than them, which is the cutest thing in the world. But she's a princess now. She's totally like right. she's whimsical. She dances. She's very like sensitive. She's such a she's so sweet. She's such a kind old soul. And my my two year old, her new thing is climbing on furniture and just jumping off. And wow. smacking her head on the ground and crying yeah. and repeat. Like she did this yesterday. Yep. She'll climb up on something and like she's quick. It's like little ninja warrior baby. Oh my she God. climbs on the couch and I have to like pretend I don't see her and then quickly run and grab her. Because if I see her, if we make eyes, right. it's like it's like a duel. She's like it's like <laughs> and she's like one step and I'm jumping on my face. <laughs> and like the second I go, Haley, no, and I go to run for her. She's she like, gets excited Bye. and she just like she's jumping off out of a plane and just cracks her. She just falls. Yeah. She'll cry and she's a daredevil. She's a daredevil. I think I it's think... like that's the dynamic with, with them too. With the, the oldest is a little more demure, mm-hmm. or more chilled out, and then the second born is a ruffian. The second born is like a frat boy. Really? And he, oh my god, like that thing you're talking about of just like intense. Super intense. I don't know if it's a second born thing. I don't feel like I was like that because I'm a second born. I don't know if I was like that. I'm a first born. My brother's definitely more outdoorsy and like, I, I guess I'm more of a city boy. I, I don't know what the hell it is, but yeah, I think the second kids, they always say they're completely different. So I, I totally agree so far. Yeah. Uh, I think my two year old's going to be a cage fighter. <laughs> I feel like by the time she's 10 and she's like walking in circles, everyone's going to go, were there ever, ever any signs? I go, well, you know, she used to climb on furniture and just jump off on her head that could have been something maybe in a couple of years she's like come on hold the mitts for me dad <laughs> come on dad but uh so anyway this was episode one we just kind of went on like a tangent but this is going to be a thing we're going to do a bunch more yeah we hope you like it we hope you can relate yeah 
Yeah, but I, 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 we appreciate if you're listening. We appreciate you listening. Yep. And uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe there will be a video element at some point. But um, we have some big ideas for this thing, and uh, we're, it's going to be a little more. Uh, we're obviously clean it up, tighten it up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's going to be some fun content coming your way. So yeah, please follow us online. Uh, right now, we're still probably trying to put up the uh, social media link, so we'll we'll just attach it to wherever this is. These are the but, first steps. This is the first. This is like we are infants in this. Right. Yeah. Like, this is full circle. In the we beginning, are, we said we were our infancy. We're crapping ourselves. Poop. Poop all over the place. And pretty soon we'll be jumping off furniture, and you know, cage fighting, catching some Pokemon. So thanks so much. My name's Chris. I'm Darren. We're dads. So please, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.